Hey, welcome to this episode of Happy in 15. Today, we are going to talk about a topic that if you're about to change your MSP, what are the few mistakes that you shouldn't make? So Sami, maybe as a, as a you know, cliffhanger for the end, there will be two common mistakes that we have seen yeah. companies make. And also that if you avoid them, we have seen good success on changing your MSP. Exactly. And I think this, why we are talking about this is two reasons. MSPs have been really successful in using experience data. And on the other hand, when there is now the economic situation, what it is, many organizations, both MSPs, GSIs and enterprises are more focused on making the current way of working, a current vendor collaboration work better. Yeah. So not maybe, or so maybe trying to avoid the cost, costly MSP chains or RFPs and so all that yeah. and make it work with the current vendor. Yeah. So that's why we selected this issue to be talked exactly mm. today. Yeah. And as this is the IT experience podcast, so what we also found from our global IT experience benchmark is that companies with outsourced service desk improved happiness more than those with internal service desks. So there is also a huge possibility to create good experience with an outsourced uh, MSP or GSI. Yeah, yeah. So it's 36% is on average is the happiness going up with, with MSPs with when you have used experience management more than one year. Yeah. So yeah. that is a huge change. Yeah. But let's tie this into a real customer story, a real data. So this is from a uh, anonymous customer of ours. And as you can see, there's the big pink arrow that highlights when an MSP change happened. Yeah. And you can pretty point it out on the on the big drop in the experience graph. Yeah. But I think to fully understand this, I think we need to go 18 months backwards and exactly. to understand that why does the story need to start there? So do you want to explain that? What is yeah, the kind of yeah. the, maybe the first point that we are talking about here is that what if you would try to avoid the MSP change? Yeah. So what what we have seen happening quite often is that that collaboration or reputation of the MSP is not really working in a way that the customer would be trusting the vendor. Uh, sometimes how I feel is that that you as a customer might be forcing them to work in a traditional SLA way and, and the agreements are running the business. So you're kind of not really giving a chance for your current provider to, to improve and get re- kind of solve that watermelon stuff and, and really show you that they are able to make that 36 percentage or let's say 15, 20 percentage mm. happier end users in the in the beginning. So what we recommend and what we have seen working quite well now is that enterprises start to do experience management with the current vendor about 18 months before the current agreement is ending. It can be 12 months, it can be two years, but 18 months is, is at least enough that you can really see, can you make that collaboration with the current vendor work? Yeah. And, and that is something that is, if you don't do that, you stay in a, you already make decisions that you are going to go through that costly vendor change. Yeah. So change, do that enough early, drop out some of the traditional SLAs in a, in a maybe sanction area, yeah. really give a chance for a current vendor to show that they can improve. And, and that will change the collaboration, the transparency with you and them. Then you really will know if that vendor is something that you want to continue with. But if you don't start experience management with them, if you don't start to really change the way how you collaborate together, you kind of have already made the decision of changing the vendor. Yeah. So that is what we recommend is that 
don't think about it that they have failed and they have failed and they have failed. It might be that it is the agreements that have failed. It might be you. It might be you, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's yeah. a very complicated situation because sometimes that that relationship between the customer and, and vendor that is is so there is no trust at all. Yeah, yeah. And that is so terrible to see. Sometimes yes, it might be that you as a customer are not willing to give them a chance. Yeah. But we would recommend to do that because that MSP change, CSI change is very costly. Yeah. So if you give them a mm. possibility it might be that you are yeah. both in a totally different level and kind of a good way to to start doing that was that we have seen that our customers and and their vendors have been have been starting this journey even if they haven't really been talking the same language is to actually use the the free ITXM foundation certification that is yeah. online in the ITXM academy there's a link on the on the show notes uh, just to get that common understanding that why are we trying to do this? Yeah. So if both of you and your vendor do that and you start talking about the similar language and then you start kind of learning the ways of working, what if we start to work this way? What it will mean? also help you even if you go to the next step and you decide to change the vendor. Yeah, and I think that is the kind of the, the benefits of experience management in MSP changes. Firstly, maybe avoiding that change mm. at, at, uh, yeah. in the beginning. But the second one is that now when you have done that, let's say six months before you send that RFI or RFP out, yeah. you have an understanding what has to be improved. You understand more what is your current channel experience and, and that kind of stuff. You understand what is working and what is not. So you can write that RFP in a way that the experience management or end user experience is part of it. If you try to start experience management at the point of, of new MSP starting, you wouldn't know what really you have to require from the MSP. Mm. And that understanding is making those RFPs much more valuable and easier to response from the vendor side as well. Yeah, and I think if we go back to the graph, we take a little bit look at it. And again, if you don't see the graph in the audio podcast, please go check out the YouTube channel. You can can see it there. There is this drop, and this drop many times happens. But it does it not many, all, yes, every time it happens. I, I try to soften it. <laughs> it always happens. But like one of our, our customers said that, hey, Pasi, you know, having the data before the change was priceless. Yeah. Because now we could see that what was the baseline before and understand that, hey, that's at least where we should get back to. And yeah. it wasn't something that, that the new vendor brought new metrics and they showed everything is fine. And then you start this, I feel like this, you feel like that conversation but it was really data-driven. And it's like, hey, now together, we need to get back to this level. We know that this happens. Yep. Y- you have a new customer, there's new processes, new people, there's needs new training, communication, all, all this yeah. stuff needs to happen. But to just like close your eyes and, and not you know, recognize that this will happen, will will kind of make you fail even, even further. Yeah, and the typical thing is that the experience drops like 30 points from 60 level to 30, so yeah. it is, quite big drop yeah. and as I said it, it will always happen yeah. but how fast you recover from that mm. is a question how you run that collaboration we have one scene that it was only like three weeks that drop yeah. but that customer has a, had a war room with the new vendor exactly. to go through experience data on daily basis yeah. so they really focused on that one yeah. our longest cases I think are like six months yeah. the case we have in the slide is about two three months mm-hmm. when they got to the the same level. Yeah. So but the thing is that you have to focus on this one to really get it up. Yeah. Because it's it's 
the new vendor, they cannot know your people, your business, your yeah. tools in a level that the earlier one did. Yeah. Again, and going back that if you would have made right focus decisions with the earlier provider, maybe yeah. you would be even higher level. Yeah. And I, and I think this is a trend that we now see with the new customers as well. But just doing a, a kind of info session training slash training session for, for a new customer and their vendor. And there were, there's an episode that, that we did earlier called that get to the ITX and bus. Yeah, and yeah. and they use this metaphor that hey now we have this this experience thing then ongoing and we are going to st- from stop to stop and now dear vendor we are at your stop and we wish that you come to the to the bus with us yeah. so kind of kind of highlighting that this is a common thing and then there were of course many of these questions as what about these SLAs and what about this and it's it was about well you know we will learn we will let's let's start working on it let's just start this cooperation and yeah. and you know. Here is the data. Let's start using that one, and it's not opinions that that matter now. Yeah, yeah. And hey, there is also for people who are interested about how what, what happens if you mm. get that thirty six percentage increase. We just uh, one two weeks ago we made an episode of our, our live webinars about how you use our data or tool in the MSP collaboration. So if yeah. you want to have a really practical view on on how experience data is used in that MSP collaboration, then can see that half yeah. an hour yeah. webinar from our yeah. learning yeah. center. All right, but then maybe the kind of the, it was about, you know, learning and then managing the change. Anything else like like you see that what happens during the dip or, or afterwards? So I think it's the, what really is the value of experience management in MSP and customer collaborators is transparency yeah. and common August decisions from after that transparency. But if, if you don't do the transparency part so that mm. everybody understands the data the same way, there is no way that your collaboration will change. Yeah. And and you're talking about already that somebody's just shouting doing decisions based on no. When you have the same data and you look at the same data, you do the same decisions together and then you can Yeah. Yeah, and it could be that with your with your existing MSP you are just so far away that it's it's still impossible to kind of get back that trust and that collaboration. So at least now when you when you start fresh with the new vendor yep, in this yep. collaboration mode, hopefully that will also create a much more longer relationship with that vendor. Because again, you don't want to do this again in two mm. or three years. Yeah. That's a catastrophe again. Yeah, yeah. But I was kind of yeah. underline that there is those three different phases yeah. and where you can use experience data. Really to really maybe even avoid that change, making yep. the collaboration with the current one work. Yeah. Use the experience data to make a better RFP, yeah. so that you really ask services that are increasing the end user experience. And thirdly, managing that change really when when that happens. Yeah. So those are the three main phases that where you have a great value on experience data. Yeah, cool. Uh, but then we said that there's two mistakes that we'll highlight, and I, I think we probably brought them up already. But let's still summarize. So what are yeah, the two yeah. mistakes? And I guess the first one is that. You don't give a chance to your current MSP with your existing SLAs and contracts. You yeah, that is maybe a quite harsh from our, ourselves yeah. to, to say that, but that is how we feel in many of the cases. It's mm. it's well, it's, well like it's, it's because we we also talk a lot a lot with with MSPs, yeah, and yeah, we hear yeah. this that that there are MSPs that are really willing to do this, but still the buying. The way that that customers buy the services and outsource yeah, it's still yeah. this old-fashioned way, and there's no chance to build this yeah, collaboration. So if the it. applicant is forcing them to work in a certain way, then 
they have to do that because those sanctions might be so heavy that if you don't answer the phone in two minutes and you don't answer an email in, in two hours, it just forces them to work in a way that they meet those criteria, yeah. which is not maximizing the end user experience. Yeah. And, and but that is, 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 yeah, and I have said many times that I have been too many cases in a situation when the MSP is complaining about the customer not being ready and the same customer complaining yeah. me that the MSP is not ready. Yeah. So that's why we said that, okay, the customer has the decision-making power here. Yes. MSP cannot do the decisions yeah. about the agreement. You can as a customer. And yeah. that's why we are challenging the customers to, to give a chance to true, MSPs. True. And then the second one is that you only start measuring IT experience and really having experience data after the change. Yeah, yeah, that is something we hear from people that, hey, let's do it and implement it in, in when we are changing the, the vendor. But then you are both, the vendor and you are learning at the same time of using that data. And you will have the same drop even though you haven't measured that drop. Mm. You will be starting in a quite bad experience. And if you are both at that time learning of using how the experience data can help you, that drop will be a longer one. Yeah. So that's why we challenge our customers or prospects to start earlier mm. so that you will, your core team at least will know yeah. how to use the experience data before you have a new MSP in. Yeah. Not and so many of the MSPs yet have really kind of a ways of working on, they haven't maybe have certified wound IDX and frameworks so on. So it is still very often that customer has a responsibility of understanding it as well. Yeah. Good thing is that many of the MSPs and, and our partners yeah. are now really focused on this one. So, yeah. not always you have to teach yeah. them, but but. And I, and I let's be also like we know that the listeners sometimes this is like given that now we are going to change. Yeah. So, even we are talking here eighteen months, at least have few months of baseline data before you do the change. Yeah, yeah. So that you see where you were. Yeah. Because at least then then you know you know what was the experience of the end users before we did this thing and did it have an impact and what kind of impact if you don't know that like you said it's just yeah you're yeah, blind yeah. i still remember this is already several years ago one of our customers made an msp change and and we noticed from the data mm. at that time we were a very very small company i was still looking at the data from yeah. the customers like oh no what has happened the experience of end users has dropped like 30 points yeah we called that customer. Yeah. What is going on? They said, no, no, everything is okay. We are really happy with the product. Explain me. We just changed the MSP. And if I wouldn't have this data, yeah. I would just have those rumors coming from the organization, giving me bad feedback. Now I know yeah. where we have to improve. Yeah. And, and, and that was the first time we really understand the power of, of experience yeah. management yeah. throughout the chains. Cool. But it's a... <coughs> Sorry to be kind of a giving you hard time <laughs> this time by the audience and the customers that it's you will have that drop and you yeah. have to do the change, but yeah. it's it's just how we feel. Yeah. But hey, again, more than happy to be challenged by customers and animals yeah. and talk about this. Uh, and I think this is one area that will be growing in in, in our prospect and customer yeah. base yeah. now in the coming coming months. Cool. But hey, hope you enjoyed this episode. And as Sami said, you can challenge him. You can challenge us. Uh, contact, come talk to us uh, if you see it nowadays also in, in the events. Uh, happy to have a, have a chat. But I think that's it for this episode. So stay safe and stay happy. Mm-hmm.